What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Hey, whatifers. The real-life Mama Jamma, my mom, is visiting me this week with my stepdad, and they are meeting baby Callum for the first time. So we're replaying an old episode I'm particularly fond of. Our first story ever, with a character known as Jesus Ironhands the Fire Lion. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. What if kittens paid the clock Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Cleonfi. Hi, my name is Cleonfi. I like owls and bears. What if Jerry being the podcast? She's saying, hi, my name is Cleonfi. I like owls and JS cat. And she asks, what if Jelly Beans worked at a grocery store? Thank you. Oh, I've been waiting for JF Cat to come back, especially because I had a question from William that'll really easily add on to this story. Well, my name is William, and um, my favorite thing is cats. What if cats talk? It's about time. Oh, hi, JF Cat. Oh, hi, yourself. But now we've got to get to our story. What if Jelly Beans worked at a grocery store? Plus, talking cats. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia. Every single week, movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults. It doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Mr. Bean ran a small grocery store along with his daughter, Julie. 
Now, Mr. Bean spoke fluent candy, but he needed a little help from Julie Bean to talk to the customers. They were a small grocery store, a pop and daughter operation, Mr. Bean liked to say in his native tongue. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Dad, asked Julie Bean, why do the customers sometimes say weird things? <laughs> Jokes? Why would they have to joke? They're just buying things from me. Sometimes I think I'd like them better if they just didn't joke. It was early morning, or at least they thought it was. It was hard to tell ever since that Phoenix taco stole the sun. But they went about stocking and cleaning up the grocery store, waiting for their first customer to arrive. Now, a grocery store run by jelly beans has to cater to all kinds of folk, especially candy folk. So while they had a big fresh fruit and produce section, on the other side of the store, there was a fresh chocolate and gummy section. In the middle, you had your canned goods, your soups, your syrups, dried pasta, and instant cake meal. It was the most colorful grocery store you'd ever seen. Ring, 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 ring. It was the sounds of someone stepping into the grocery store. Or more like flying in. Hoot, hoot. Hoot, hoot, hoot. Um, I'm sorry, but I don't speak owl, said Julie Bean. I speak candy and whatish and a little bit of bugalese, but no owl. All right, then. Who can tell me where your meat is? That's right. Owls are carnivores, hmm. Who guessed it? I guessed it. Please excuse my accent. That was a rhetorical who. Well, the meat's all the way at the back, and we also have complete protein alternative for the vegetarian owl. Do you have soy miso? <laughs> who said that? You have to look down a little further. That's my papa, Mr. Bean. Jelly beans get awfully small in their old age. Oh, who's so little? He says we don't have soy mice just yet, but we have soy crickets. Very well. And the old owl started flying towards the back of the grocery store. Ringing, another customer. It was a distinct black and white cat. But where had she seen its likeness before? It had a kind of a paunchy kitty belly that hung almost to the floor. And it wore a smart little bow tie. Or was that just the pattern of its fur? Your J-J-J-J-F cat, said Julie Bean. Well, I just spell it with one J. <laughs> You're our president. What are you doing grocery shopping? Now, let me tell you, it's important to do your own chores sometime, even if you'd rather just nap in the sun for 19 hours a day. Now, do you carry soy miso? <laughs> Sorry, end of the week. Very well. I'll just take that old owl. Who, me? Oh, I'm just kidding. I know you're a customer. Who are you? Ring, ring, ring. The next customer was a very tall cat, like a lion, a fiery red lion who stood up on his rear legs. And he had hands of black iron. And she could feel the heat coming off them from across the grocery store. Oh, dear. Meow, don't you worry. He wouldn't dare to cause trouble around the president. And J.F. Cat stalked off confidently, leaving Julie Bean alone with the new customer. She looked up at the giant lion, who walked around just like a human. She felt pretty nervous talking to someone who could squish her in one step. 
Hello, I am Jesus Iron Hands, the Fire Lion. I'm Jolly Bean, the Jelly Bean. I have conquered countless lands in the name of Queen Cleonfi. I help my dad run the grocery store. Then you must answer this question truthfully. Do you yet carry soy miso? No, but we do have rice mice. Four out of five carnivores can't tell the difference. That ratio is too low for my queen. I must stock your aisles in search of a substitute. I must get to the register. Hooey, this was a fun trip for an old owl. Now where is your father? I would like to say goodbye to whom? To him? Oh, that's just a little owl humor. Well, I've heard a rumor that you're a late bloomer to Hoomer. <laughs> You've got me, little girl. Well, tell your father goodbye. And the old owl paid for his food and flew out of the grocery store. She rolled her eyes at the old owl's jokes and looked up to see Jesus Iron Hands. I see it is customary to exchange jokes with the register slave. I'm not a slave. Mr. Bean gives me an allowance. Very well. Here is my joke. You are a jelly bean, so I will eat you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Mr. Bean stomped over to the giant, who was about a thousand times his size. <laughs> I am sorry if I have offended you. I still do not understand how the humor works. Oh, he says that I didn't know you were joking because your joke wasn't very friendly. But I watched the owl closely. When he joked, he used the word humor, which is not a word. So I said that I was going to eat you, even though I did not intend to eat you. <laughs> well, it wasn't funny to me. Or anyone here. Are you going to buy something? Oh, of course. I will continue to hunt through the aisles for what I seek. Whatever. Just then, she noticed J.F. Cat had stacked up a tower of sardines that went almost up to the ceiling. He had climbed to the top of the highest shelf with one last sardine can in hand. One more can and it should be enough to get me through the week. Jojo <laughs> Fluffy Cat. What do you intend to do with that ten-foot-tall tower of sardines? I intend to buy and eat it. How are you going to get it out of here? Well, uh, it's quite simple. I will demonstrate. And JF Cat ever so carefully placed that last can of sardines atop the tower. Okay, and now what? But JF Cat didn't seem to hear her. He was just... Judging the tower as it swayed to and fro, he would push off with his paws just a little bit and then lean back. And then he would sway with the tower and turn his head this way and that. Don't you dare jump on top of that tower! Geronimo! And the cat leapt off the grocery shelf onto the tower of cans which toppled right towards the register when... <laughs> two dozen Secret Service dogs rushed into the grocery store and <laughs> caught four sardine cans apiece in their mouths and <laughs> stacked them all up by the register. Oh, 
JF Cat. You see, if a cat wants something picked up, they just have to knock it over. Okay, you got me. And JF Cat paid for his groceries and left. Jesus Iron Hands had been watching this particular trick, and now he thought he understood humor. Oh, piteously small market girl, come back to the butcher case. Oh, what now? Groaned Julie Bean and went to find the lion. Uh, what have you done? I have simply decided what I want to buy. All of this meat I have thrown on the floor. Well, you'd better buy it. You just ruined all of it. Ha ha ha! You only think I have ruined it. Watch. And Jesus reached out with his iron hands and burst a jet of flame over all of the meat. It crisped up in an instant. But all the smoke it made set off the sprinklers throughout the entire grocery store. <laughs> Laugh at my feline antics. But Julie Bean wasn't laughing. <laughs> Jesus Iron Hands looked at the little girl and then looked all over the grocery store. It wasn't just his meat that was getting rained on. By Queen Cleonfi's ten-foot tail, what have I done? With quick, tiny little jets of flame shot from his iron fingers, he fused shut each of the sprinklers so that the water stopped. Then he spread out his hands in a shimmering wave, and a balmy heat spread through the whole store, turning all the water into just a whole lot of humidity. What kind of joke was that supposed to be? Just give wait. I just give me a chance. Lastly, he ran around the grocery store. It was so humid; the very air made his fur wet. But he opened every door and window wide and watched the steamy air slowly spill out of the store. Exhausted, he padded over to little Julie Bean. It seems I owe you my deepest apologies. And the great lion bowed low to the little jelly bean. I just do not understand your humor. Hmm. <laughs> My father says that humor should be like a friendly trick, and you can play it on yourself or on anyone that won't really get hurt. She had little syrupy tears clouding up her gummy eyes, and she couldn't quite make out the giant lion as he spoke. I see. So the owl just played a trick with words, but he did not threaten to eat you. And the little cat king, president, he made you think he was going to destroy your store. But he did not. Not like you. You are right. Until I get the hang of it, I should stick to playing tricks on myself. I think. I think that would be a good idea. You've still melted our whole sprinkler system. I can give you fifty scales from a golden dragon in recompense. We accept cash, credit, or check. Yeah, but I was making a joke. And Julie blinked away her tears. To see a credit card held in the iron hands of a big wet cat. <laughs> ah, you see, I am getting the hang of this humor. <laughs> <laughs> He was so wet from the sprinklers. She realized the big puffed-out giant lion, when his mane and fur was matted down, was just a long, lanky cat wearing big iron gloves. <laughs> Yes, you thought I only had dragon scales to pay, but I had other ways to pay. That was kind of funny, but I don't understand. What 
Then he looked down at his own fur. Wait, this whole time I thought I was mighty, but I am mini. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's a little funny. I must fix this. I cannot be seen this way. And his black iron hands lit up red again, coursing around him in a flash of fire. And his dried up fur puffed out until he looked like a big, red, fluffy ball reaching nearly to the ceiling. Julie and Mr. Bean looked at the mighty fluff ball and <laughs> Jesus' iron hand raised his chin nobly. <laughs> I believe I must leave, while I still retain my dignity. And the giant, noble fluffball rolled himself to the register to pay for his meat and melted sprinklers. If you would like to come back sometime and not destroy our store, I would like to see you. No one had ever said those words to Jesus before. I would like to see you. For that matter, he never made anyone laugh before either. It was a really good feeling. And so, Jesus looked back at little Julie Bean with a wink, and his iron hands blasted with fire again, sending him gently floating into the sky like a furry red balloon. <laughs> <laughs> the end. All right, Cleonfi and William, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, before we go, I want to let you know that we have a P.O. Box. A lot of you have asked about mailing in your letters and your artwork, and now you can. And it's P.O. Box 4905, Panorama City, California, 91402. We'll put that in the link to the episode, too. I'd like to thank all my new patrons, and we'll be shouting out some more next week. And as always, Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer... Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you funny kids out there for your friendly tricks. Because a mean joke isn't really a joke at all. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>